welcome to Spoilers. Heyo! Yo! Today's a minor episode. We got a skeleton crew of Vince the Intern. Hey, hey. Jordan. Hey, everybody. And this is your host, Pappy. Even though the title says minor spoilers, we're going to ruin the fuck out of the movie Logan today. Um, Logan. Vince and I literally just got back from the theater just recording back. in yeah. my apartment in downtown Denver, Colorado. Uh, sorry if the audio quality is bad, but we're hunched over a computer trying to talk to the same microphone. Or, yes, yeah, talking to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what did, when did you see this movie? And I guess, do you want to kick it off? What did you think? Uh, so I saw this movie at 6.45 Eastern Standard Time, um, so I got out... Today? At, yeah, today. Um, so I got out, what, like three-ish hours ago? Um, yeah, so I've had, a, I've had a little bit of time to digest, but I've been doing other things since then, so... How's it sitting in the tummy? It, it's, it's there, <laughs> you know? It's, it's not... Yeah, it's digesting still. Well, what have you been doing since then to help the digestion? Some stretches? Uh, I ordered some Domino's, actually. Hi. Perfect. That's yep. great. <laughs> Nothing says GI tract love like some Domino's pizza. And honestly, we're on the same track here. We just snarfed down an entire thing of pizza. We're sitting, we're sitting pizza belly over here as well. So I think we're all on the same page. All right, so let's break down the content at hand. So Logan, Oof. if you're not a ignoramus is about the movie Wolverine. Essentially. This has been an ongoing X-Men series and this is sort of the capstone of that series. We introduce a character who is very much like Eleven in Stranger Things. Yeah. She is the heir apparent to the uh, X-Men franchise. Um, and Named daughter several times of uh, Logan. Who yep. is uh, Wolverine. Calls Logan dad, and uh, essentially we're having sort of a, a first-person account of the end of Logan, the end of um, Patrick Stewart, who plays, what's his fucking name? Professor X. Professor yeah, X. X. Yeah. Charles. Yeah, Charles Xavier. And we have uh, the end of, of the X-Men, essentially a, a new renaissance of these kid um, X-Men. The movie is rated R. Which I felt was pretty significant because it's a pretty violent for a superhero movie, but I don't know if that was enough to keep me captivated. Well, um, I don't know. I feel like the violence was mostly Wolverine's blades going through people's heads. Other than that, it wasn't that violent. It wasn't that like cursing or adult matter. It was more Wolverine sometimes shreds people's heads off. And that was my rated R take on that. And for me, the action wasn't on par with movies like John Wick 2 where we have a very steady camera we're going into the shaky cam action mode where it's tough to decipher I mean we see the blades piercing someone's skull but it's tough to know like who's winning who's losing what's actually going on in a fight other than Wolverine's fucking people up yeah um Jordan I guess what we've touched on so far what'd you think uh no I I agree kind of with what you said Pappy but I would disagree about uh the cursing I mean there's a few instances that poke out to me that are uh i mean there's the one part like where he's with the truck where he says fuck 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 shit shit like for a minute straight probably yeah but that's just cursing for cursing's sake i would say right no i agree but like uh professor x also curses a few times early on in the movie so like it's definitely peppered in um and i mean maybe it's gratuitous but i i would also say that the the action sequences are way more violent than we get in a normal like x-men movie um for sure so i i I think I like that better. Um, it's it's hard to kind of figure out if it's just like rated R for 
it being rated R sake, like following in that Deadpool mold, or if it's, um, or if it needed to be that way, I guess. Yeah, it's tough to touch the Deadpool, Deadpool like mold because there's I don't think there's such thing. Um, Jordan, when you saw it, was there a Deadpool like preview? We had like a Deadpool. Um, yeah, yeah. Trailer, almost, almost extended like, trailer, like after the uh, regular theatrical trailers, but yeah. in between the, the yeah. last the one before, like the lights like had gone the, down. Jordan, did you yeah. see that too? Exactly the same. The lights dimmed, and then we thought it was like the movie starting, and then it was another trailer. Yeah, what did you think about that? We we kind of took away as like, is that a peak to the next movie, or is that just like rated R movies padding rated R movies back almost in a meta sense? Uh, I don't know. It, it just seems like kind of more of the same from Deadpool. So I, I, I don't know much about yeah. like the backstory there. And so I'm not sure what to, what to kind of take from it. It all just seems like a big meta joke for me with Deadpool. Well, here's what I will say is that the timeline of this movie is interesting because this takes place in the future. And this is something I'll come back to. This movie is a lot like other movies that I like. It's like, oh, I like this from this movie. We pulled this out. One of the things I did like is it's similar to Looper in that it's in the future but set in a rural America in the future. So there's yeah. modern uh, farming technology, but it also has this wholesome sort of Americana sense to it, which is like, I mean, like straight out of Looper, it's the same sort of concept where the cities have grown up, but the, the country retains the same essence, but also with new technology. Um, that was frustrating for me. Uh, what did you think about sort of that scene with the uh, the family? And uh, What are you talking uh, about? When they're eating dinner at the farmhouse? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, even though it's in the future, uh, I think they say at one point that it's like 2029. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. I did not catch Which, it. Like, I'm not attending, though. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure that's like a, a number they throw out there at one point. And like, mm-hmm. it didn't seem that future-y to me. And like, when I think about it, that's only 12 years away. And so like, when yeah. I think back 12 years, like 2005, like, yeah, things have advanced, but not like world-changing difference, I guess. So that that didn't uh, stick out as much to me. Well, it could be interesting, though, because it could still fit into the Deadpool timeline, right? Because if this is somehow yeah, in the definitely. future, we could have some sort of Hugh Jackman in between the X-Men movies. And, yeah. and I thought that could have been a, a tip of the hat to that. Um, Jordan, was this a worthy uh, extension to the Deadpool universe for you, or was this did this come up short of Deadpool? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't like it as much as Deadpool. I, sorry, I didn't mean to like compare it to that directly because I feel like I think it's a fair comparison. They're they're putting themselves in the same ballpark, right? Right. Especially our with that uh, Fox Marvel suppose, movie, especially yeah. the opening yeah. like trailer into the film, which mm-hmm. was pretty unique. Not to mention Hugh Jackman and uh, Ryan Reynolds shared the screen in that clusterfuck of an X Men movie that. Uh, it was a couple years ago, X Men Origins or something like that. Forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, the original Deadpool. Um, but I feel like uh, I feel like like this this um, series of X Men movies is separate because it has to cater to the fans that have watched like First Class and those movies that are not rated R. Whereas Deadpool is almost separate, and I I I think I don't know. Like, would you agree that it's kind of a different? Like, a lot of people don't know that Deadpool is an X Man universe character. Ish, yeah. I think it's co- totally different. Like, <clears throat> Deadpool is a character, and the entire—I don't know—the movie was. Just, it's just a completely different ballpark. And I think them trying to put Wolverine, Logan into that radar sphere, they dropped the ball because it's not going to be that raunchy like 
sexual, funny, um, yeah. sarcastic type film, it, it had to rely on violence for Wolverine Logan. And I don't think they hit the mark on that as far as rated R goes. And so they really dropped the ball on the potential that they could really have pushed the script. And I think the intern really hit the nose on the, or hit the nose on the head right there. Something like that. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because uh, what this movie really did lack was that sense of humor that sort of like made the lulls of Deadpool bearable. Where yeah. this took itself way too seriously, I felt like, and there were moments that were that attempted humor, but it was sort of the slash R slash wholesome memes type humor. Like, yeah. oh, daddy's wiping food off my face or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't, it didn't translate to me in the same way that Deadpool did. It was like, when we're not giving you gratuitous violence, we're giving you crude humor. It didn't work out. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's like trying to do the humor bit either. I think it's trying to tell a more serious story, I guess. And like you, like with this, with this story, it's impossible to have those like raunchy, whatever humorous moments. Almost like you're not going to have that with a 50 year old, 60 year old Logan Wolverine guy and like a little child. Like it's just not. That's not ever going to work. I don't work. think anyone was expecting that. I think it was more. No, of that, no. But I, since it's they so, like, couldn't it's, have that, they had to have it's violence. Fundamentally different, is what I I'm trying to say, or I, something like that. I'll t- I'll t- I'll uh, play devil's advocate. I think you guys are right, but the fact that we cast Steve Merchant in one of the leading roles, <laughs> yeah. who is a big time comedic British actor um, or British producer, and I've only associated with comedy. Um, what did you guys think about his performance? Did that did that pay off? Me personally, I think he did a good job acting, but I think someone else might have been able to do a better job. I've never seen it. Well, I, I've seen him in quite a bit. Um, Hello, Ladies was fantastic. I really love that. But I think as him as like a serious actor and like supposed to be a serious type superhero comic book movie. Uh, I mean, I think he did great. Um, but I think someone could have done better, and it was just kind of once you found out. Like I found out, <laughs> I knew like kind of right away it was Stephen Merchant. But then I like a minute in, Pappy was like tapped me on the shoulder and said, <laughs> "Stephen Merchant." <laughs> I, just, I did. I started laughing because it was so <laughs> priceless. That's how like how I felt when I first realized it was him. Um, but once you realize it was it's him, you kind of get distracted a little bit. But I think he did a good job for for the more of comedic writing and acting roles that he's played in in the past well even building off that it it took me out of the movie and this is something that i said to vince is that i think that he did a good job but i think it's more of getting a big name to get butts in the seats where i think that you could have hired a you know god forbid actually an actor who is an albino (laughs) who could have (laughs) gasped no way who could have played that role and actually brought something to the to the screen that we well, didn't, time out though. Stephen Merchant is kind of an albino, maybe not in a, a medical sense, but he's very white. Well, he's also a velociraptor in that sense, with his <laughs> long limbs and tiny head. So or I'm gonna, I'm mantis, gonna dispute yeah. with your, what you both are saying, and I, like even right now when I'm looking at his uh, IMDb page, I do not know who Stephen Merchant is, and so to oh. me, I was more thrown off by like, who the fuck is this dude? Like the like the character, um, like why can he track mutants and stuff? Because I, I mean, I've watched The Office, but I had no idea he was a writer, and he looks like he was on the Ricky Gervais show. Um, mm-hmm. So that like to me, it didn't put my butt in the seat, but also it didn't throw me off the movie at all. Well, I kind of got the uh, like three hundred vibe since he's like seven five. 
Like, he's a very tall man. I don't know if he's seven <laughs> he's five, lanky. but he's probably six ten. He's fucking tall. He's got that money, Mike Link. <laughs> <laughs> he's so money. Yeah, he's very tall. Um, but it kind of reminded me of uh, was it Xerxes in three hundred? Yeah, like the very tall Persian, because he yeah. was just like tall and like a different color than everyone else, like a noticeably different uh, skin tone. I guess I don't know that I, I kind of picked up that vibe. I don't know if it's just do you, like a do you know that comparison. character like from the comics? Do you read these events? Um, I'm not much of a Marvel person, so I don't know if I could comment that much on X Men. I haven't. Really I just don't know like what is actual like like what is his like what are his powers? <laughs> Whose powers? Wolverine? No, uh, Caliban. Uh, Albino cat. Yeah. Like uh. he he can track mutants. Is that his thing? It seemed to be that way. It seemed like he could somehow like a GPS device for mutants, um, right? So like a, a like a Professor X light almost. Yeah. Which I mean I don't know I'm not I'm not an expert on the X Men universe, but I felt like other movie I'm not a comic book fan. Easy. Let <laughs> me say that again. <laughs> Amazing. I'm not a comic book fan, but there are comic book movies that I felt like have translated well to me and I've been able to understand them. I feel like there was some of the aspects or rules of this movie that were bent that I didn't quite understand, like Professor X and his seizure type moment. Like, what was up with that? Dude, you got me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've kind of played with that aspect of his um, in one of, the, one of the older movies where he, like, sends out, like, a screeching noise and everyone, like, like it's in everyone's head. And so he's, like, fucking with everybody at the same time. But I didn't understand why, like, Wolverine was resistant to that. And also the little girl was to – man, what is her name? Laura? Lauren? Oh, <laughs> Laura. Um, A lot of ego. Like, why, why are they resistant and, like, no one else seems to be? I don't know. It didn't really pay off. And then I think we should probably try and wrap this up, right? So I'll go ahead and say my yes or no. I'll give us a no. Um, I was bored. I didn't get a lot of it. Um, I don't know. I, it doesn't, I don't really like superhero movies and this wasn't good enough to hold my attention. And I even like, I don't know, more contemporary Marvel movies, like even Dr. Strange, I feel like had more humor than this tried to. So even though it is rated R, it doesn't capture the same interest that Deadpool did. So it's a no for me. Jordan, what you say? Uh, I thought we were going to go to Chubbs next. It sounds like uh, Chubbs, yeah. to say. <laughs> she's been, voicing, she's been yes. voicing her opinion all night. Um, no, I I disagree, Pappy. I thought it was not great, but like good and probably my favorite X-Men movie. Um, definitely a different style, and I thought the story was interesting. If if not like the end goal, I was like entertained throughout at least, which I've been very bored during other X-Men movies. Um, and I thought there were some pretty funny parts too, like Professor X rolling around in his uh, wheelchair, just going crazy early in the movie. That cracked my shit up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, I thought it was decent, and I think it sets up the X-Men universe for an actual reset rather than like the stupid first-class movies that I think they've made in the past few years. Um, so I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go with that, but I. I thought it was good, so or good enough that I wasn't like upset that I paid money to see it. So um, that's a yes for me. Well, before Vin says that, the one thing that I did have umbrage with this is that I felt like it was too deliberately setting up a kid X Men universe with a bunch of little um, 
uh, Lost Boys from Pan with Rufio as the leader, <laughs> you know, and just like as these as these new sort of South Dakota stakeouts of X Men. I don't know. I, I I would rather see a conclusive end to a story arc and reboot the reboot the franchise in ten to fifteen years, um, like sort of Batman well, does successfully. But that's never going to happen, man. It's going to be. I mean, if they if that's why I said I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with it because it could turn into that. But I think if they if they give it some time and they probably have some movies coming out in the next like two ish years that I'm guessing we'll have like the first class people in it. Maybe um, that's just a guess though. But I, I don't know. I, I think it, it has some hope, I guess. A new hope. Okay. That's what do you say, Vince? <laughs> you hate so it looks like bad. I'm the tiebreaker and that's scary. Um, sheesh. I don't know. I, I'm tempted to say that it's the decline of the, superhero comic book box office era i think it's been hitting that mark for so long it's it's kind of run its capacity i guess in my point of view i don't know how other people feel about that because i i do love these movies like just the bullshit comic book fun kind of kind of movies but they're, they're getting too far i mean logan was pushed to rated r and i think it was for the point of trying to make it a deeper plot and i don't think it hit the mark on that um, so I don't know. I, I think this movie's a no. I wouldn't go see it in theaters. If it's free on TBS in a year, sure. I, I guess don't not watch it if, if you don't, like, if you have nothing else to do. But don't go see it in a, mo- in a movie theater. I don't think it's really worth it. Um, but I mean, the, it, it, you can see where they tried to take chances. Pappy was right where I think they were trying to set up maybe a possible... Um, Lost Boys or whatever, like the next generation sense of X-Men, um, which are betrayed all uh, as kids in this. So I, I don't know, maybe that's what they're trying to do, but as far as this movie is standalone, uh, no, no. I have a question for you guys, or more of like a discussion topic. Um, and maybe it's maybe it's too much for this one, or for this podcast, but like I was listening to another podcast and they Who kind are of they? It up. <laughs> Who were you listening to, you fucking cheating whore? <laughs> the other spoiler. No. No! <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was uh, like the Channel 33, like Bill Simmons movie thing. Um, I'd rather you listen to the other spoilers, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I... They, they kind of brought this up, but then they brushed it aside and started talking about other things. But, like, I don't know that X-Men will do it well, but has... So in in like comics, they're able to reset and put people in different universes, and um, you know what I mean, like reset timelines and bring people back and things like sure. that. Yeah. And but I don't, I don't think any movie has pulled it off well before. I disagree. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we have the best example of Batman. the Batman of um, the uh, original Batman with Tim Burton um, and. What's the actor's name? Sorry, I'm... Nicholson? Uh, no, Nicholson played the Joker, and we Keaton? have Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. We had two successful movies. We did go into some dark territory, but then we reset the franchise successfully. With the Nolan films. Yeah, and I think there does need to be a certain amount of time that passes, but I think it's literally the amount of time that has to be between when you saw it and when you have a kid who's old enough to see it. Maybe. And if that so amount like of a, time like a pass, generation difference? I think, I, think you can re- I think you can reboot anything... 
for a kid and it will make money whether it be good or not depends on the staff who makes it it's hard to make a good movie that's but true, probably well that probably I, I guess i guess that's what i mean and so so pappy i think what you're saying is that it needs to have basically a generations difference almost but like i don't think that's what any studio is going to do at this point with these superhero movies so like i'm thinking ahead like to the like i'm guessing that they have to reboot the marvel characters at some point and like what the fuck are they going to do when, like, Iron Man and uh, Captain America have to die at some point? And by that, I mean when the, the guy's contracts run out and they have to get new people. Um, like, what is it possible to do that with and turn it around in five years? Does it have to be, like, 10, 15, more than that? What do you think? Who knows? I, 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 I think it's up to... Uh as much money as they can squeeze out of the franchise, whatever way that might be. I mean... So it won't, it won't be a good movie, but it'll make money, probably. I don't know. My, I, I'm starting to lean towards the point of uh, these superhero movies might have hit their uh, capacity. It might be slowing down. Well, I think the interesting thing to have when you talk about Disney Marvel is another complete animal because Disney is in the franchise of buying intellectual properties that they can milk for a lot of money they bought star wars and we're gonna see a million fucking star wars movies even <laughs> rebooting classic characters yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like when they buy marvel i don't think that they're buying marvel for one go around i yeah. think that they are yeah fully intention of having iron man come back and then maybe that's a Tony Stark hands the Iron Man suit off to another person. Like, I think we've seen in comics before. Um, like, Captain America does that, right? Like, there's another Captain America at some point, or I don't know. Something like that. Like, people hand off the, the suit to others, and I think that Disney has no intention of not driving these characters into the ground, and they paid a shit ton of money for them. So, they're going to get every penny's worth. Yeah, right. probably. <laughs> so, do you, I mean, do you think that'll end up in a a lot of bad movies with these char- like with these yes. beloved characters. Yeah. I, I, I think that history repeats itself, and I think that what we saw with Batman is that when you try and reboot the series with a different main protagonist, it's always going to fail. We saw it with yeah. Spider-Man. You have Tobey Maguire. You have the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, who's a great fucking actor. Emma Stone, Goodness who's a fucking gracious. Oscar winner actor. And that movie, <laughs> fucking, actress. And that movie yeah. fell on its fucking face. How does that movie fall on its face? Because it's too fucking soon. You just can't do it. It's just too hard. I agree. No, I agree. Oversaturation. Yeah. I'm just pumping out these movies one after another. Mm-hmm. Will you be sad to see... Uh, Hugh Jackman, not be Wolverine no mo. <laughs> He's gonna be the next born, probably. Who knows? Shut up, no way. Who knows? All right, Isn't I have a question Australian for you, Jordan. I got a question for you, Jordan. Would you like yeah. to see a prequel to this with Hugh Jackson and Ryan Reynolds? Would that be satisfying for you? Jackman, not Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hugh Jackson? Not Hugh Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Jackson, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> what about no, Jackson? What about I, Jackson? I, I guess it depends whose hands that movie would be in. If they were in the kind of Deadpool uh, producer's hands, I think I would trust it more than if it was in the like traditional like yeah, last. We still got to wait for Deadpool too, though, because Deadpool the yeah. original had a lot of like uh, freebies. I think on the whole 
production of it, but I think there's going to be a lot more hands touching the second one, which and could lost be bad. its original director too. I didn't he, see uh, yeah. He hit the uh, road. Uh, yeah. Oof. So no, I agree. I, I think it's going to be really tough for Deadpool two to like live up to that, and we'll see if it gets a little bit of backlash. I guess could crush it, but who knows? No, I mean it could, but it'll be difficult. I think. I agree. Well, I think with that, we've had enough of the minor spoilers. Uh, Jordan, would you like to give us our contact info? Oh, man, you know, you know I don't have it memorized. Now nah, you got to know. Yeah. It's now or never. All right. Um, see our website at podcastspoilers.com. Yes. Our Money. Twitter at... Oh, shit, we just spoilers changed it. Spoilers underscore pod. Pinkis. No, 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 no. Not, anymore. Shit. <laughs> not anymore. No, spoilers. We'll bleep that out. Pod. We'll bleep yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse than cursing. Spoilers <laughs> underscore pod. Perfect. Podcast spoilers at gmail.com. We have a hotline 903-776-4507. That's a spoilers hotline. Call the hotline. Leave us a message. We've got a nice outgoing message for you. And most importantly, the thing that helps us the most is you can find us on Stitcher, Podbean, um, Maybe even Spotify, but the most important thing is if you go to iTunes, search for movie spoilers, click on us, the cereal bowl, and leave us a review with some sort of stars and a comment. We'll read those on the air, but that's what helps us moves up in the rankings and gets us those plays. Yeah. Send us an email, we too. We'll uh, read, right? that read that out next time. What's that? We got. I think we got some uh, user email this week. Oh, we, we do have some user email. Next, we, next I don't show. know if we have it pulled up, so we might have to I, read that next. I would actually like to read the user email right now. I can take a second. We can add this. Okay. Uh, was this posted to... It was an email. We need, like a, the thread we need a klaxon for hey, user email. It. Just go to, your, go to your Gmail. Do you even internet, dude? It seems like you don't. I don't know if I have... Oh, my uh, lord. Just it's in your hangouts too, man. Dude, you All should right. you should watch Pappy try to navigate a phone right now. <laughs> you should you should listen to Pappy try to read an email right now. <laughs> oh Lord! Wait, Pappy, are you bearing this at the end of an episode on purpose? <laughs> no, no. We always put our uh, plugs at the end, but this is from a, an anonymous fan. <clears throat> hey, spoilers, gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's written with hey explanation point spoilers lowercase gang comma on the same line dude that's our name spoilers explanation was explanation hope, was hoping to watch well there's your first problem you don't fucking watch a podcast you listen to it I was hoping to watch your minor episode you this evening on my early morning flight well you don't watch something in the evening on an early morning flight but and it is given to me an error saying this episode is temporarily unavailable. Pappy can't read. All I wanted to do was listen to my morning spoilers. Tonight. Maybe I will listen to other spoilers podcasts. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh you no. son of a fucking whore. <laughs> Bet they wouldn't leave me hanging like this. Another ellipses. If I didn't like you guys so much, I would consider it or even... Consider taking my five-star review down to a four. Whoa. If you could let me know when that is fixed, please let me know. That is a... Well, let me read that sentence again. <laughs> if you could let me know when that is fixed, please let me know. We can definitely have no twice. I have heard. wanted to see this movie for a while, but I don't see movies anymore unless it's spoiled by spoilers. Thank you, fan with a big dick. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was signed that. Well. Um, so I don't know if it was written worse or Pappy read it worse, but uh, that's an interesting email. We'll take that into consideration, all those points, and try to address them one by one. I will say this. We get pretty loose on a podcast where Stevie's not on to keep us grounded, <laughs> as evidenced by this. But I will say that if you're trying to listen to a podcast mid-flight, you're going to have problems right there because you need to download a podcast ahead of time. Or, or get the Wi-Fi on the plane. Like a good, sensible person. So, fan with a big dick, I question your motives and I question your or grammar. Size of your cock. And I question the way you trip me up with your dyslexic font. I know what you're doing to me. Yeah. So, Pappy can't read and this person... Pappy can't read. Right. That's the real uh, issue. Yeah, He's called people out before. It's time time to uh, call him out. Yeah. Hot kettle. I... I watched him read that and it was uh, painful <laughs> i made up a lot of words <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there was some ad lib in there but uh, it worked out well i think we should definitely wrap this up um i think we've plugged it all this was uh vince in uh in cap hill of denver colorado math teacher mark math paper that was pointers bye Teacher Mark Math Paper.